Hi, I'm Zach. I'm playing Arello, the Barbarian. Hi, I'm Nathan. I'm playing Brendis, the Thief. I'm JD. I'm playing Viatrix, the Fighter. And I'm Ryan, your Dungeon Master. And this is the Chimera Cast, a Dungeon World actual play podcast. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at ChimeraCast. Last time that we saw the the main trio, Arello, Brendis, and Viatrix, you had just slain the last of the knights from Jataka, the Lion Knights, who'd come to take Brendis back because he was a suspect in the terrorist attack on the arena and his mother's murder. Viatrix and Arello managed to dispatch the knights, and the three of you are now riding through the desert towards the city. Viatrix, tell me what's on your mind after the slaughter <laughs> that you inflicted on these knights. Viatrix, I think, is quiet as they're riding back, trying to sort of unpack how she feels. She's been fighting since she left her homeland, and it wasn't ever anything that she considered herself good at or would not have been something that she enjoyed, and she then accidentally sort of ended up in the gladiator arena and has had to kill a lot of people that she didn't really want to. She really wanted to kill these people. And she probably didn't have to. And she did. And so she's trying to like unpack that. And I don't think she's really able to. She's trying to figure out why she's like this, maybe. Or why she feels pretty good about it, actually. When she feels like she shouldn't. The scene opens with you guys waking up because you were about two-ish days outside the city. What's like the the feeling in camp? Who's doing what duties? That's an interesting question. We talked before about how Vi likes to cook, right? Yeah, Vi's probably the first person to wake up given that you are a lazy rich boy and... I, I do love my sleep. And Arello is like a barbarian who, you know, I assume likes to sleep also. So I feel like Vi wakes up first and like gets the fire going and starts cooking something. And you two probably wake up as you get hungry. Also, if you needed the benefits of sleep, go ahead. Ryan, could you remind me when the guards, the knights, the lion knights were attempting to take me, they had mentioned the coronation, right? Or at the very least, were well aware of the coronation. Yeah, you would know that at the end of a games like this, that is, it's not necessarily a coronation, it's a celebration of the ruler. And I do believe they mentioned it. I think you get up before me. And also, I'm just curious what you have to say. One of the last interactions, personal interactions you had with Vi before the big fight was that she is she is at her heart a warrior. Mm. And she likes this. That Just what JD was talking about a second ago was the last conversation that you had with her. Oh, yeah. What are you cooking? I caught a desert hare early this morning and never leave home without spices. Hopefully it cooks down enough so it's not too chewy. I stir. <sighs> I let out a little bit of a groan, plop myself down on my butt, and open my pack 
to reveal some not overly fresh, but fresh enough veggies. What's a good vegetable to be na- native to this area? Cucumbers, tomatoes. Beautiful. Overly soft tomatoes are exactly uh, exactly Orello's speed. <laughs> Gross. You don't even bother to dry them? <laughs> It's fine. I'll I'll fend for myself. Didn't find many vegetables while I was searching around. Sorry. I figured you were looking out for you and the boy. Well, you can take care of yourself. He can't. Indeed. Though he'll have to be taking care of more than himself in due time. I suppose you're right. How are you holding up? She looks down at the pot and, like, stirs and is like, What do you mean? I am not conventionally an intelligent man. Some would say stupid. But I can sense when a warrior's heart is struggling and yours seems to be in conflict where before you were calm, collected, willing to meet something a step behind as long as your foot was sure. Now you seem to be Walking out on the ice, waiting for it to crack. I haven't been sure since I left my home. I came here mostly by chance. I was running. Didn't have anywhere to go. Ended up fighting in the arena because I had to. I'm not sure I've ever felt sure-footed, but I'm glad I come across that way. What do you hope for after all of this is done? Whatever... This is, whether it is us killing some beast or us winning our freedom or whatever. What is it that you you want with what time you have left? <sighs> I'm not sure. Can't go back home because the dragon riders are still there. The ghoul offered me a job after we're done in his guard. Might take him up on it, I guess. Hopefully it would mostly be boring. You know very well that I seek... This beast that I must fight. That I am on my journey. I realize that it is a strange thing to extend that to you. But if you find comfort in the ceremony of existence, I cannot give your life purpose. But if you would like a mission, you may always come to my islands and meet my people. Take on our traditions. And then at one day, you may try and cross the ocean alone. In a boat you built with your own hands to slay a beast. It is a good life, and if you would die, it is a good death. I appreciate it, Arello, but I am not like you. I do not, and I have not wished for a life of adventure and excitement. My quiet, simple, boring life that I loved was taken from me. If I'm going to seek anything, I'm going to try and find that again. I will tell you that you have overestimated my indulgence and excitement. (laughs) My only goals with this, this journey I am on, is only to have something of my own to write about when I return home. To not just be the scribe, but to be the one that was also written. But indeed, when I return home, I hope to do that same quiet writing. I feel like this might be a good time to interrupt... Is it the boats that you carve your story into when you get back? Mm-hmm. What's the ceremony for adopting someone outside the clan into 
your family or into the sort of Seath Islander culture? That's a cool question, given the situation. I like that. Oh, it's it's kind of a, 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 a strange thing, a strange phenomenon. Their will must be tested to see if they are to become a part of the clan. And then their bonds, too, must be tested. The person who would adopt them into their family is basically their guardian. And then the person who wants to come into the family has to participate in this ritual where they are buried up to their neck on the beach where the tide just barely washes over their face. And they must stay there for a full day as the other watches over them and makes sure they don't die. They're treated to the harsh waters that they will be treated to for the rest of their life. And if they can withstand that for a day and the person can protect them and help them, it secures their bond and it secures the integrity and intensity of them wanting to be a part of this clan and this family. Interesting. Didn't really mean to interrupt the scene, but that seemed like a good time to potentially ask this. Do you think you will return if you fight that massive ghost that appeared in the sky? Will that be enough for you? I cannot say if some ghost will be enough. My dreams have led me to believe that I am supposed to slay this giant beast. I think I will know when I need to go home. Something in my heart will tell me. Otherwise, I will keep wandering until I find it. Perhaps when you wander away from here, it will not be our last meeting. Will you try and go home? I don't think I can. Because of the dragon riders? Is that what you said? Yes. These brutish... They're not human. They ride these massive lizards. That's where I got this, and I heft my sword. They have incredible strength. <laughs> this blade, when it was... And she kind of stops and, and holds her side a little bit. When it was smashed into me, was massive. It's only because it broke that I can wield it. They're all like that. I don't know how you can fight something like that. Everyone I knew, well, I hope some of them made it like I did. Your outlook is very grim. And look at what you have done already. Look at what we have done. Even the boy. Your strength has grown immensely since we have been together. I think we could give those dragon riders a run for their money. You want to go fight the dragon riders? Probably smaller than other things I've seen. Remember when I was swallowed by a bird? I guess we have been through a lot together and come out the other side. Quite literally. (laughs) (laughs) We have been through a lot. Despite what you might think, Arello, I don't... I don't enjoy fighting. That's okay. It's not for everyone. And some aspects of it are unsavory. I think you saw... And she, like, interrupts you. Do you think you'll be able to go back to just writing after fighting so much, killing so much? I can't say for certain. I I know in my heart that I have followed these missions, my quest. I have done everything to the best of my abilities. And the whole way there, I have felt sure-footed. Even now... I act in accordance with what I think is best. And I suppose I have a little bit of a vested interest in seeing that out and seeing the peace that comes with it. I'm worried, Arillo. Why? I said I didn't enjoy it, but back there in the library, I know that I had to attack those people and kill them to protect you and Brendis. But I enjoyed feeling 
that powerful to best those that came against me? Is this what the arena has done to me? No. The arena is a performance. You should look to yourself. When you speak so much of not knowing what to do, I imagine your urges, your dreams, everything has all pushed itself into the only thing that you seem to know anymore. And he gestures towards your broken blade. Perhaps you need to investigate <clears throat> what that... Brendis! Hi. Good morning. Uh, hi. How long have you been awake, Brendis? Oh, I've been awake Yeah, a long time. So, so you heard most of this. Okay. That's pretty good. I like that. That's Brendis's thing is just laying there and listening to people talk. Or at least it is part of his M.O. Um, uh, it's, it smells smells good. Bye. Get up, eat. Grab your bowl. All, all right. We must be on our way to your flesh-eating friend, the one who needed the thing. Ignore him. He's <sighs> just grumpy. I didn't find any vegetables. You're grumpy. It's fine. But no, you're right. We do need to talk to Turkagul. <sighs> I'm glad, by the way, that you helped me get free of the lion riders. But um, it did sort of complicate the issue of the investigation of my mother's death. Well, it seemed like we were driven towards something, so that's what we did. Plus, now we don't have to rescue you when you inevitably talk yourself into a deathly situation. Ah, fair. Just the same, they mentioned that I was expected at the ceremony. What ceremony? The ceremony before the last night of fights. The celebration of the current ruler. So, they died on the way to get you. Ah, are you starting to see the problem? Yes, a small mishap in the desert. (laughs) They all fell onto a sword. Terrible tragedy. That's my story I'll be spinning. What do you want to do, come under the guise of someone else? Someone else? I don't know. Hoodwink them. But why? Because they want to kill you? Or at least investigate you and probably prod your body. He looks up to Viatrix. It will be hard to disguise her as anything but Viatrix the Merciful, but perhaps if we could part ways with your bloody implement, we might be able to hoodwink the guards as other people. You know most of the upper crust here, don't you? I'm at least familiar, yes. So we could try and uh, position ourselves as cousins of cousins of cousins or whatever your weird cultures do. Or we could dress up as those idiots who we killed back there. Viatrix, what do you think? I'm not sure sneaking around has ever been what we do. That's what I do, albeit mm, poorly. I don't know what you're talking about. I am a master of many faces and disguises. All right, well then maybe it's just something that I don't do. But you won't have to sneak. You can wear the armor, or you just don't take the helmet off. No sneaking necessary. Yes, I can do the talking. Will do the talking. I guess there's one suit that I think could fit. We should still meet up with the elves. Yes, let's get that out of the way and then get away from that disreputable flesh eater. Should I dress up or should I face the inquisition of my mother's death? We could pretend to be escorting him back. I did nothing wrong. I don't even have to lie. I suppose then we get to the center of it and if things go sideways, we're there, armed, unsuspected. I could give my arms to you, and if things go, as you said, poorly, you could give them to me. This sounds rather like a good idea. Won't we have to report to someone if we're pretending to be those that we just killed? 
Do I know who we'd be reporting to? Go ahead and give me a spout. There it is. Well, I'm a professional about criminal activities. Yes. This is like who it. is in charge of conducting investigations, I will which sounds give like it, it to you, yeah. Hell yeah. So what, then you get a plus one? My human racial move is I'm a professional, which is pretty generous, but still. <laughs> uh, when you spout lore or discern realities about criminal activities, take plus one. Hell yeah. If nothing else, you know the ins and out of people who are crooked all the way up and down the law enforcement area. Oh, so, I, like, I like that. That sounds, yeah. like the, that sounds like useful as opposed to interesting, right? Yeah. Like... Who's the one that we really want to talk to? <laughs> exactly. That's a four. <laughs> no! So, that's so good. I really so wanted good. that to work. <laughs> uh, so I think that he's a city guard captain, ex-Lion Knight, who was sort of dishonorably discharged. Yeah, his name is Malik. The problem is, is that he does his best to never have to do, like, guard duty. Because he was one of the knights, which is sort of an elevated position, he's a captain in the city guard, and so he uses that position to be as lazy as possible. If you want help getting out of this, you're going to have to find a way to get through that like first ring or two of security. Well, if you're escorting me, um, as me, we can always talk to Malik. Who? Malik, he's one of the captains in the guard. Old Lion Knight. The problem is that he never does guard duty. He always passes it off onto someone else, so getting to him is going to be a big to-do. He's probably in the barracks somewhere, or shoving his nose up some noble's ass. <laughs> I am fine for this. Let's do it. Beatrix, like, shakes her head and shrugs. <sighs> Alright, boys. I'll be there to try and get you out of trouble. Took a cool first, then? Alright. See what we can provide for the elves, and then take care of, uh, the city duties, as it were. Seems good. Come on, Cloudy. Not until you finish your hair, Brendis. Brendis, like, pouts and just shoves the rest of the food in his mouth and chews very purposefully. I think I'm getting the hang of this. He turns Cloudy around <laughs> about face. Yeah. So are all three of you disguising yourself? Or... I am not. No, it sounds like no. yeah, okay. Brendis is not, and then we're going to need to adjust this armor, but we're going to look like knights. Yeah. Mine's a little tight in the seat. Kind of into the idea of you having to take the leader's armor, who was a woman, <laughs> but it was like you know smaller and slighter of frame than like the the big dude with the the glaive or whatever. Ugh. And I'm gonna have to like let mine out to like get into it. It will do. All right, so you guys make the rest of the ride through the desert leading to the city. It's very uneventful as you guys approach the city from. The inland side. So I think we'd kind of established that all of you, except I suppose Brendis, had arrived via the sea. What strikes you about the the inland gate? Or as you approach the city from the inland side, what, what do you find striking about the city? What reminds you of the city's splendor? I think it's like the silhouette of the towers that like kind of go along that the outside but they're not attached to the wall they're not part of the wall they're within and they have these like massive buttresses that shoot down off into the city to support them cool we're seeing the different ceremonial flags being risen all across the outside walls to signify what day it is in like it's kind of like a festival right they have different like colorations and iconography going on and the different flags to represent the day 
it's also another way for the merchant class to sell more bullshit depending on what day you know like the people hold kind of certain days because they have meaning whether it's like a festival day or a, a, a battling day and we're seeing those flags all get raised up at the same time kind of ceremoniously to announce this this coming day which is the crowning day or whatever you want to call it yeah yeah, yeah. We had talked before about the, the shows of opulence, particularly water-based opulence in a desert city. And I think that the walls are enchanted to make it look like they're made out of water. They're made out of stone, of course. They're like shimmering like water. Like mm. it looks like a like a mirage. Almost, but the closer you get, the more you, the realization hits that it. Neither are you seeing the sea, which is just on the other side of the city. But the walls you're saying are the carved. walls. Oh, they're so enchanted. Cool. They're enchanted. I like that. Yeah. So you guys are you ride towards these city walls, towards sort of the main inland gate, and the, as the walls sort of shimmer in your vision, like the sea, and the flags are raised. The backdrop atop the walls is rose of crucified elves that stretch along the entire outer wall. Oh, by the gods. This wasn't here when we left, was it? No. No, it was not. Brendis very purposefully is averting his eyes. Are these mostly city elves, or are these the desert (sighs) invaders, I guess we'll say? I mean, I think it's a, a... mixture of both but mostly city elves the city elves they had the plans in place to spark a revolution but they had not actually thought about the fighting aspect of it they were very prepared for the steps towards that but then when it became a reality they they were the the weak link they were the scapegoat for the desert elves to take their vengeance well that was precisely why i was asking most of these elves are not probably weren't even trying to fight right oh yes yeah there there were a lot of executions you're looking at me man i don't know what to say yeah, you, you see that this gate is like because normally the gate's thrown wide open and it's a double gate and one gate is like partially open the other one is closed obviously they're attempting they want to make things seem as normal as possible for trade and that kind of thing but they're also creating more of a bottleneck Brennus's chin is on his chest and he's trying not to make eye contact with either of you nor look up at the walls let's just keep moving come on come on that man all right all right we make our way through yeah so as you ride through these double gates you see waiting on the other side there's a row of pickets that have been set up waiting for anybody who comes through. A lion knight in the lead kind of stands up in his stirrups. Hold up there. Who are you? Arello looks to the side and sees Brenda's not ready to engage with people yet. Also, you're escorting me. I'm not. Yeah, Sir, I'm yeah. not supposed to be talking. Yeah, but he kind of he kind of like looks taken back. Like, oh yeah, this is happening now, right? And then Brenda's kind of just gives you this look for half a second. There's that kind of comic moment. We uh, we are returning from the desert. We have we have brought uh, a suspect and the murder of the governess back from the desert. Adjudicator Goran, my mother. I punch him. Ah. Nice. There's no need to get violent. I came here of my own accord. No talking out of turn. I punch him again, but harder. <laughs> ah. Arello, go ahead and give me a defy danger plus charisma. 
I'm aiding if it's necessary. Yeah, that, I, I, yeah. <laughs> I have a nine. Oh, the, yeah, aid. <laughs> Perfect. That's an eleven, boys. Woo. This worked out. I stumbled over my words, but we we doubled down when we started hitting him. You're wearing the armor of the commander, right? Yeah. So the this like guard sergeant squints and takes a look at the three of you and Oh, Bellin, is this all that's left of your your troop? I'm sorry for your losses. Go. <laughs> he like hands up with what, three gold coins. Have a drink for me and the boys. Hard to lose the veterans. Very hard indeed. Yeah, I think he doesn't notice that your voice is considerably gruffer than Pellin's and I realize you should have the uh, gauntlet on, so you do. Oh, yeah. So I raise the gauntlet that Viatrix has given me because it was the signifier of that position. Yeah. And take the three coins from him. Thank you. I will be sure to drink in their honor this evening. And he shoves the three coins into his satchel of many more coins. Never a truer word's been spoken. <laughs> yeah, so I think you guys can, at this point, kind of go where you will in the city. I think the, right now they're perimeter defense is stronger like if you look human at this point in the city you kind of get to go wherever you want and if you look like an elf you definitely don't so you guys have the run of the city at this point like you if you want to you can shed the armor because i'll tell you you run the risk of people recognizing the people you're pretending to be Shed the armor and then come back for it to do the other job. Especially yeah. if we're going to shed the armor and go into known elf territory. People will be more suspicious. Like, what are you poking around? Hey, you're not that guy. Yeah, kind of makes so. sense. So we go to Tukakul now. That's the plan. I mean, right? Yeah. But we should probably, you know, get out of these clothes. Why? I assume aren't the elves being persecuted? If that's what you call this, Orello, Yes. All I'm saying is that they might recognize us. That guy was obviously an idiot, so we should probably not go around impersonating officers as much as we have to. We should go as ourselves. Luckily, we don't have to hide who we are. It's fine. Vi, could you at least untie me? Of course. And I slip the knot. Brendis rubs at his wrist. Thank thank you. All right. Do you want to carry them? I mean... We can take the lions. Likely they would just attract attention, right? Ah, Peepus doesn't like being alone. He has Cloudy. They'll be fine. We don't have time to go to your estate. Uh, We'll just tie them here at the bar. Do you think that they could find their way home? I'm sure they can. They've gotten out before. Let's not tie them at all. And Viatrix just hops off. I don't like this. Brennis kisses Peepers on the head. (laughs) Well, let's go then. All right, all right. Thank you for the rides, Cloudy. Then he slaps it on the butt. You're, you're, you're so brave. You can do this. You're doing. You're gonna be fine. Brendis, come on. All right, I gotta, I gotta go. I gotta go. You're doing great. Brendis, come on. All right, all right. Brendis, come on. <laughs> and we finally go. <laughs> <laughs> we go to Turkakul. Yeah. So you you get to Turkakul's shack, and Rinfi was the elf that you had given the explosives to, who set them, and. He is standing out in the street, cordoning off Turkakul's hut with about five or six other elves. And they're equipped with very primitive pikes that are, it's mostly just like wood that's been knife sharpened and is fire hardened. There's a bit of armor that's probably been scavenged in the last few days among them and some weapons that are like actually bronze or iron 
But for the most part, they they look very ramshackle. He looks the three of you over. You're you're back. Aye. Then we have what Turkakul asked for. Is he here? (laughs) Does he ever leave? With things the way they are, I thought maybe something could have happened. We are protected here. We few are but a last defense. And you see now that you're a little closer. Many of them are bandaged. And Renfi, he's got a a bandage wrapped around his head that's soaked with blood. He looks up at Viatrix. Are you here to help? We could use another blade on the line. If necessary, I will fight with you, yes. But not to help you, to protect them. Fair enough. We can't ask for much more than that. The group of them kind of moves and opens a channel for you. Go. As uh, you're moving past... Brindis, mm-hmm. Renfi grabs you and kind of pulls you closer to him. What we did, will it be worth it? Whatever wrong we've done, Renfi, our punishment is uncertainty. Just know that you don't suffer alone. I'm confident that things will change, and hopefully for the better. He kind of turns his face away from you, and then I, I find that I, I have no tears to shed for my actions. Know that I believe we struck the first blow for our freedom. And he, he kind of like squeezes your shoulder in that grandfatherly way. Brendis just pushes his arm away and grabs him and hugs him. He hugs you back. And I think you can you can feel tears kind of dripping down onto your shoulder. I wish that I had armaments or aid, bandages, anything. I was donated this bow before the fights. Take this at least. I'm sure one of you with enough fingers and hands can operate it. And if Net's still alive, at least he'll think... At least... If Net's still alive, he can say that he was on the right side of this. He takes it and nods gratefully. Go. That book will do more good than any weapon you can bring us. So do you guys just go right into Turkakul's? Yeah. Were you guys doing anything while Renfi and I were talking? That was a couple minutes. Yeah. Yeah, I think we just gave you space. Well, you guys are probably on alert. Yeah. If there were a thing that were interesting to you to explore, I just thought I'd give you the opportunity because there was time there for it. Yeah. So, yeah, you guys go into Turkakul's abode, his hut. I have a mean look on my face. Hmm. I have a medium look on my face. Hmm. Brandish just got done crying. His eyes are really puffy. I think where before he sort of came off as a uh, crazy old guy, I think his face, his facial expression is a little more sinister. I think he looks more uh, more determined, you know, where the light is back into his eyes where before there was sort of that like absent like, oh, I want to I want the feathers for a pillow kind of thing. There's the uh, a determination in him now that you hadn't noticed previously or hadn't been there. Are you holding the book? Brindis? No. Okay. No, it's in my pack. Did you bring it? Hello, Turkakul. Do you really think this is the time for pleasantries? I know everyone is sacrificing. In fact, I met a few of the people sacrificing right now. And I think that demanding things of someone immediately is... You know what? Here's your damn book. See you do some goddamn fighting. He looks up at you, and his eyes harden. What I am doing, Brendis, is far more important than the bloodletting going on in the streets. That is 
a diversion. A measure to buy me some time. Well, what are you doing, then? I have been... preparing for your return. He gets out that wooden box that had the soul crystal of his father in it. This will take me some time, but all this madness is being brought about by that. And he he walks to, like, the window and wipes his hand to get clear, like, the thick dust and points to where, even in the daytime now, you can see that castle suspended above the city. He takes in the three of you, and he seems to calm himself for a moment. I realize that we have asked much of you, but all of my competent fighters are needed in the city, and someone needs to go and deal with that and he points out the window again and uh, thing the the man the the king yeah yes i suppose that would be it things are getting thin one world is bleeding into another memories are becoming real so it stands to and he's sort of like flipping through the spell book it stands to reason that what would do for one king will do for another i'm not sure i follow Someone needs to go back or go, and he's sort of like gesticulating wildly, go horizontally into the castle and deal with its king. Brendis, what is this crazy old fool talking about? I, I don't know. The Memories are becoming real. That doesn't mean anything. That's nonsense. Memories becoming real. What are you talking about? I don't know what that castle is. I don't understand what you're saying. Go horizontally. Have you seen them in the streets? People from your memories. The creatures who charged out of the castle. Not real. Memories. This land's memories are becoming real. And the being that came out and challenged Arello, a memory? Two days, a memory? Are we heading this threat off? Or are we meeting it head on? Are we uh, meeting on their terms, our terms? What are you asking us to do, Turkakul? In the middle of all this, my damned mother has been killed. He, like, pulls the soul crystal out. This contains my father's memories. Using it, I can open a doorway into whatever is spawning that. And he, he you know, gestures out the window again. Imral Alleth's memory is being brought to the fore, being made real. The more time we waste, the closer he gets to fully manifesting himself again. You're not going back in time, per se, but into a memory of that time. And what about the goings-on of the city? What happens while we're in a memory? Esfandiar and I are prepared to deal with the goings-on in the city, but we must prioritize problems. If humans and elves don't wish to end in shackles, then we must deal with this problem first. Vi, you're the most level-headed of the three of us. Are you making sense of this? Why should we... What are we doing? Should we do this? Should we go along with this? This is crazy. Brendis... You've trusted these people before, and it, I think that he'll do and say whatever he has to to try and convince you to do what he wants you to. We brought him the book. That's enough. 
we should go. If there's any more help we can give the elves, I don't think it's through Turkakul. And I think when she glares at Turkakul, it's like real pissed. Daring Turkakul to fucking say something again. And Arello, my worldly friend, you still haven't told us what you're going to do. You said you were preparing for us to come back to send us on another mission. Yeah, he like has found the page in the book now that he's looking for. He slams it open on the table. It's a ritual. The circle and like the steps are inscribed on the, the pages. And it looks like a, a compass. And at the, the northern point on the compass is inscribed in the book what looks like the same kind of like a 2D representation of the stone that's sitting on the, the table that contains his father's memories. I have had a clear eye on the real threat from the beginning. I needed you to come back with the book because Etrofash had figured out a way to kill his master long before any of us drew breath. But fine, go and have your rebellion. But when you end up in chains of your own making, don't come crying to me. Is Alavara here? I don't know what to do. He sort of waves his hand out into the city. Waiting became too much for her. She's mixing it up out there somewhere. Brendis shoves the book off the table and pushes the old elf against the wall. You let her go out there and fight! What was I to do? I am... Yes, swords were needed, and she was a willing hand. What did you think would happen when you got involved in this, Brindis? Firetrix takes the crystal. Cool. The- yeah, I don't mean, he's not really in a situation, to, like a position to do anything about it. You just, you have it. Sweet. <laughs> you can talk to Turkakul's dad if you want to. Really don't. <laughs> just don't want Turkakul to have it. <laughs> I am starting to wonder just that myself. We'll be back. I'm going to do what needs to be done in the city, Turkakul. We'll be back. And if, by that point, I decide that your pathetic life isn't worth continuing, you won't hear an answer. Fine. Go. I will. Yeah, we all leave, I think. Yeah, I think the last, like glimpse of Turkakul that you get is him laying in a pool of his robes on the floor clutching the book to his chest So your face is maybe like uh, rare. Yeah. Rare. Yeah. Mm. Medium rare. Yeah. 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 I got like a kind of medium well. <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh, because he's going to eat us. That's the joke. <laughs> uh, he prefers all... his meat rare. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, bring it to me breathing. <laughs> I 
Is he, why does he talk like Buffalo I'm, Bill? I'm that fat med- Midwestern guy at Long Longhorn Steakhouse or oh, whatever. God. Yeah, br- wait, br- br- make it mooing. Br- I don't want it mooing. <laughs> what do you mean we can't put the peanut shells on the floor anymore? What do you mean someone got hurt? What do you mean lawsuit? You're not allowed that to put really? the peanut shells on the floor. Goddamn anymore? Democrats. Goddamn Hillary Clinton investigate peanuts. This is Benghazi's fault. Yep, it's all. <laughs> I couldn't tell you what Benghazi is, but it's her fault. I don't know who Benghazi is, but it's their fault. <laughs> I'm gonna fuck Benghazi up if I give him a chance to duck, 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 put prison, put her in prison, prison. Man, that feet like my grandmother's feet has been just that. <laughs> you know who they should really investigate? Not Sometimes, Donald Trump. I'm gonna throw this out there. I'm gonna throw this out there. Sometimes it's okay when grandmas die. <laughs> <laughs> this is this grandma's just man. Come on, grandma. Yeah. Come on, grandma. They don't know how to deal with all of the information they're getting. It's <laughs> yeah. It's almost like their their brains weren't conditioned from a very young age to for filter, the internet filter bullshit. Yeah. Uh, grandma, no, he's not inhabited by an alien. <laughs> he might be. <laughs> yeah. He is better than us. Who? I don't know. Obama. Ben Ghazi. Haven't ben, you been? Ben, ben Benjamin Ghazi. It's all Fugazi. It's Fugazi. It's Fugazi. It's, it's, uh, Fugazi about it. Yeah, you're, you're trying to. Good Lord. You're trying to deal with me? You're trying to put me in, in my place, in your place? Not happening. No chances here. Fugazi. It's Fugazi. <laughs> All right. Anyways, <laughs> yeah. so Turkle's th- looking at us like a bunch of meat sandwiches cooked differently. Yeah.